Hello, hello, welcome to the show. If you're new, uh, welcome. This week we are talking about the three biggest mistakes that new second act entrepreneurs, people that are going into their second career make when marketing their business. Now, if you're a newer business owner and you are moving from corporate or from a lifelong career, into entrepreneurship, this show is specifically for you. It's gonna save you time, it's gonna save you money, and it's gonna save you frustration in doing things to market your business that aren't going to work. So if you have been struggling with how to get the word out there, get some clients into your consulting, coaching course, online course, um, or group coaching, or or program like that, or if you're speaking on stages, then you're gonna wanna stay tuned for this week's episode where we dive into the three mistakes so that you know what to do instead of investing your time and energy into things that simply aren't gonna bring you more clients and aren't gonna increase your sales. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Hey there, I'm Elisa Connor, ex-corporate marketer turned entrepreneur. And along the way, I made all the mistakes just so you don't have to. Chances are you have a pretty full career You've got experience, expertise, and probably a whole lot of education. The problem is people can't find you. This is why each week on the Second Act Entrepreneur Show, we feature expert education, marketing insights, and mindset shifts that are gonna help you create a profitable business so you can secure your legacy, ensuring that you thrive not only in your first career, but also your second act. Welcome to the Second Act entrepreneur. So you left your corporate career or your career prior to starting your own business. And you probably had some illusions about how things were going to go. But now you're diving into it and you're realizing, God, there's more to this than I ever thought. And um, a lot of people specifically after COVID decided to jump ship and do their own thing. And now you see, you know, a lot of the great resignation people are starting to go back to their old jobs because of what we're gonna talk about today. When you had a previous position in a corporation or a company or um, even just you know a, another business, you likely just had a specific role within that company. And so maybe you had, maybe you're in sales and you had a sales territory that you had to manage. Well, that was the focus of your job and you're probably really good at it and you probably gained some skills and some experience and some expertise that you can share with other people but you also had departments that took care of accounting and payroll and bookkeeping and um, marketing and training and all of the other things that go into a business. You didn't have to worry about vacuuming the floors every night. You didn't have to worry about whether the rent on the building was paid. You showed up, you did your job, and you were probably really good at that. But the problem is, is that all of those roles still exist in your business, whether you are doing them or they're not getting done or you've hired someone to help you with them. They all have to happen in some way or another. And that can be kind of overwhelming. And one of the biggest roles that's the most important to get up and running when you start a business is marketing. Because if you aren't telling people about what you do, it's gonna be really hard to get new clients. And if you don't have new clients, you don't have any revenue. And if you don't have leads, you don't have new clients. And so that was one of the reasons that I wanted to dive into this episode today and share the top three things that I see my clients and that I have also done Um, that are mistakes when starting our business and the things that we tend to focus on that really aren't going to be driving sales for us. Whereas if we focus um, and put our intention out there and complete these three items in the right way, then we will get traction and we will be able to grow our business. And then we can hire people to fill all those other roles that we just talked about. 
So the first thing is I find that most business owners and entrepreneurs, especially those coming out of a a different career option, don't build an audience or they build an audience solely on social media. And there's two problems here. So let's address the first one. If you don't build an audience and you don't have people that you have connected with and people that know what you do and are interested in what you do and aren't just a friend who's happily supporting you, you're going to have a really hard time selling your products and services because you don't have anybody interested in buying them. And so the biggest mistake on this end is that people just set up shop and assumed that people are going to show up and buy their stuff. But if you don't have an audience and you haven't been building an audience, then you really are going to struggle with one, having people that you can reach out to and say, hey, I have stuff for sale. And two, um, relying on to spread the word for you about what you do. So that's the first part of audience building is not building an audience. And then you have the other extreme where people will go and they will build an audience solely online. So on a social media platform, for example. So you have people that will, I've created a Facebook group and I have all these people in there, but then they never move those people off of Facebook. And it is really hard to get in front of those people on your terms and your timeframe to let them know you have something for sale. And so a perfect example is um, one of my hobbies is paper crafting and I make cards and I do scrapbooking and that sort of thing. And so I'm in a lot of online groups for that. And it is amazing to me still, and I'm in this industry, how many people in that group will ask the same question. And it's been asked multiple times, but they just don't see the answer. Or they will come in and they will say, hey, um, how do you do, you know, when is the new product release coming? And one of the creators that I follow is very, very good about showing consistently on showing up consistently on social media. She shows up on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, she talks about a lot of different issues going on in the company as far as like supply chain, um, issues and, um, you know, when, when COVID was more of a thing that, you know, they would have to close down departments in, in the company because they couldn't have people working together to package, up um, different supplies and get them out the door or, you know, all of those different things. But even though she would share that in her live, she would post it in the group and she has numerous people running her Facebook group. There are still people who wouldn't get the message. And that's because it gets lost in the traffic and the same thing can happen to you. So whether you have a Facebook group or you're posting on TikTok or you're posting on LinkedIn, your post is one of probably a thousand or more that are posted that hour. And so if you don't have a dedicated audience that is looking for your posts and actually seeking you out, or you're running, even if you're running ads, you're going to have a hard time standing out. And so leaving your business to chance and to the um, mercy of algorithms is really, really detrimental. And so I always recommend one, start building an audience. So yes, use social media to build an audience, but two, immediately move your people from social media off to your email list because your email list gives you the power to show up in front of them on your terms when you want, and you can put specific information in front of their eyeballs so they don't miss it. And um, it basically makes them captive to you. And so 
that is the first mistake or the first remedy to that mistake is build an audience and then move them to email and, and build an audience directly to email. There's two ways to do that. So that is uh, suggestion number one. So the mistake number two is that people may start to build an audience, but they don't build a relationship with them. And they start, they go immediately from, hi, how you doing to buy my stuff. Nobody does business that way. Um, if you started out your business and you're in networking groups or you've done networking to build your business, then you probably know the people that walk up and want to immediately talk to you about their product. It's usually a product. Um, and they will kind of get in your face. And I hate, I don't want to point fingers, but it's usually MLMs who do this. And they, you know, they want to hand you a patch or they want to give you a sample or they want to, you know, book a meeting to share their story with you or whatever it is, but you haven't even asked them to. And so it's the epitome of like walking in, shaking somebody's hand and then shoving your product or service in their face. When you add them to your email list or you add them to your community or they become part of your following and you immediately try to sell your stuff. You haven't earned the right to, you haven't earned the right to sell to them. And so building that relationship and building that rapport and building the trust is really what's going to build your business. So a lot of people will think, oh, um, I have these, say, coaching credentials. I went and got different coaching certifications and credentials. And so that's going to make people want to work with me because I have all these credentials. Well, that is like picking a lawyer out of the phone book because they have a law degree. Nobody is going to do that. There's a million other people out there that have those same credentials. If people choose to work with you, it's because they choose you, because they like you, because they trust you. But if you don't take time to build a relationship and build that trust factor, they're not going to choose you. So don't make the mistake of immediately trying to sell to people. Instead, take the time to nurture the relationship and slow things down. A lot of times we want to be in a big hurry to get, you know, to the to the finish line. But we need to remember that people do business with people. They don't do business with somebody that's rushing to shove their product and service down their neck. And so don't be like those guys that send, oh my gosh, the worst, send out the DMs and it could be on any platform at this point. Now I even have um, the latest, Here, here's a perfect example, the latest, is I have people that will leave comments on my business page for cryptocurrency. And then they will put their phone number and all the contact information as though it were a comment on my page or a review on my page when it's really just spam and a promotion. And so we don't want to be like those guys. Like that is not a way to run your business. That's not a way to get the word out. In fact, it's just a way to make people mad. So instead, be authentic, build a relationship and care about people. And um, that along the lines with that is that I want to just say to you that not everybody's going to be a perfect fit for you. And that's okay. You will lose followers. You will lose people that check off your email list. And right now, um, it's been really interesting. I've been sort of doing some research on TikTok and it's been a very interesting platform to go and just learn and and um, see what's happening there. And the most interesting thing is how vulnerable people are about, or how open, vulnerable is not there, how open people are about just telling followers, see ya, 
because they don't care. They, they know that they don't need everybody to like them. And so I want you to think about that when you are building an audience on your platform is that not a, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And it's okay, because what that does is make room for the right people to find you. And so um, as you're building that audience, and you're building that authenticity, and you're sharing who you are, and you're sharing your story, and you're giving value, the right people are going to find you the right people for you. And just because they're the wrong people for you doesn't mean they're the wrong people. It just means that there's a better fit for them in someone else. So don't take it personally and just make sure that you're building that relationship. And then the third mistake that many newer business owners make is that they aren't clear about what they're selling. And I have so many people come and work with me in a one-on-one environment that they're, they're like, yeah, I just want to sell coaching. And I'm like that, that is not a package like that's What does that look like? What are the deliverables? What are they going to get? What can they expect? What's the process? How much does it cost? What are the options in cost? And this is something that every entrepreneur struggles with. It's like, you don't know how to package that. You don't know what to call it and you don't know how to price it. And before you start marketing, you got to have that stuff figured out because if you have people interested and you don't have something to sell them, you've just marketed to a bunch of people that you have nowhere to take them. There's no journey. There's no end to the journey. They're not going to buy from you. And so take some time and um, keep one thing in mind when you're developing that product offering is one as simple as possible. Make it as simple as possible for people to say yes. And as simple as possible for you to deliver it. And then number two, um, in this area is you're not going to get it right the first time. So just put something out there, see how it works, test it. And if it doesn't work, change it. (laughs) It's not the end of the world. And so a lot of people don't, they resist pricing and putting their packages together and then they don't have anything to sell. And the problem is, um, because they resist it, it, it gets bigger and bigger in their mind and then they just don't do anything. And it, stagnates them and makes them stop and then they can't go any further. And then they're wondering why their business isn't growing. Well, they haven't created anything to sell. And so they've done all the marketing, but nobody's buying because they don't have a package and they don't have a product. And it's just this ever going round and round circle. And you don't want that. You want to have something that is clear, concise. They know what they're getting. You know what you're delivering. There's no confusion. And you know, they know how much it's going to cost them to work with you. So those are the three biggest mistakes that most second career um, entrepreneurs make when it comes to marketing and growing their business. And just as a recap, the first one is they don't, you don't build an audience or you build an audience solely on a social media platform. Um, They don't nurture their audience. They go straight into a sales cycle or they don't have anything to sell. So they, nobody buys from them. So avoid these three mistakes. Instead, build a plan, create a strategy and put it into action. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it with your uh, uh, friends, family, whoever would get benefit out of it. And if you need a little help coming up with that strategy, I've created a guide for you. And that guide is the five steps to creating a marketing strategy. It walks you through each of the steps and um, you won't have any questions about, you know, what to do next. You can find that at alisaconnor.com forward slash strategy dash guide. So in the meantime, take care, be well, and I will see you next week. 
Did you miss something during the podcast? Maybe forgot to take notes? No worries, we've taken all the notes for you. All the resources, links, and information in this episode you can find over at alisaconnor.com forward slash podcast. That's A-L-I-S-A-C-O-N-N-E-R dot com forward slash podcast. Looking forward to seeing you next week.